0: Centered the realm of eleven eleven talk radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh.
1: Welcome. We're in for a wonderful show tonight, all about amazing synchronicities, generosity, service, and millionaires. And before we get into that, I want to let you know that the 1111 magazine for March and April is now on shelves nationally in Barnes and Noble, and the theme of that issue is stepping into synchronicity. So you can find out more about the stories of Deepak Chopra, John Holland, Ram Dass, Keisha Crowther, and all of the steps in mind, heart, and spirit that you need to take to step into synchronicity in your life. This is a wonderful segue into the show that we have tonight because the gentleman that we have on is doing some amazing things. To help synchronous events happen in the lives of thousands and thousands of people. He is an amazing speaker, he is a top business marketing coach, a top businessman one of the most in-demand, highest-paid business marketing coaches in the world. And I want you to know that because so often synchronicity comes when we also allow ourselves to meet the people and get the opportunity to get in touch with the people that can support us. So this is a synchronistic radio show that is happening today to get you moving and growing and going to access the kinds of people that you need to live your best life and live out your dreams of passion and purpose while helping others in service. The secret is out. Some of America's most successful, self-made millionaires are embarking on a truly incredible journey. They spend a week in the country's poorest areas and ultimately reward some unsung community heroes with hundreds of thousands of dollars of their own money. My guest today is James Malinchak, and as I've said, he is one of the most requested business and motivational speakers in the world. He's delivered over 2,200 presentations for businesses, organizations, corporations, colleges, and universities worldwide. He's been twice named the College Speaker of the Year, and he has a really wonderful way of mixing his qualities of integrity and sincerity and service with humor and enthusiasm that truly empowers people to live a life where they can then achieve what they're looking to achieve and help others. I'd like to welcome James Malinchak to 1111 Talk Radio.
2: Hey, Simran, how are you?
1: I'm just fantastic. It's wonderful to have you here, and I'm really excited about the Secret Millionaire show that you're appearing on, and not just what you're going to be giving people through that show in terms of that miracles can occur, that there is still good in the world, that there are people that are willing to give back, but also that you're giving them an opportunity to meet you if they have a dream or have a gift or have a message or have a book or have something that they then want to get out into the world because you are that go-to guy to help with that.
2: Well, thank you so much. It's a, a privilege and an honor to be able to... Uh have done that and uh, actually it is my honor and privilege to have met the people that i met on the show
1: well before we get into what you do for people in in their careers i'd like to let people know that you're just like them you're not somebody that that came into the world with the silver spoon in their mouth. You're not someone that handed it all handed to them on a platter. You worked for it. You did it on your own. So I'd like for them to really know about your humble beginnings. Can you tell us a little bit about growing up in a steel mill town?
2: Yeah, I grew up in uh, western Pennsylvania, uh, a small steel mill town called Manesson. Uh, we didn't have much growing up. Mom uh, was a housewife and a uh, lunch mother at the school serving lunches to the kids. Dad uh, worked in the steel mill for 30 years and uh, had this old paradigm of what it took to create wealth. And I think it's a lie that is perpetuated throughout society, which is that in order to be wealthy, you got to work hard. And I just don't believe that. I used to believe it uh, because that's all I knew. That was my my realm, my world, that's what I was led to believe. But
1: So, James, give us a new philosophy instead of working hard, because I think a lot of people out there probably have that mindset.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, because it gets passed down through generations. And it's not about working harder. It's about working, and most people say smarter, and that's not true. It's about working right, R-I-G-H-T. You've got to work right first before you ever do any kind of uh, working smart and Hard. So you work right. Uh, an example: If I want to run out of the room, I can work as hard as I want to try and run through the wall. <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen, most likely. Then I can think, well, I'm going to work smart by I'll get a hammer and I'll punch a hole in the wall. Well, could I get out? Yeah, sure, but it's still going to take a long time to do it, and I might not be able to, you know, create the right hole. But if I work right by turning and walking down the right path and going out the door, then I get out of the, the room. It's that simple. So I use that analogy in a very simplistic form because that's how some people are in their businesses. That's how most people are in their business. They think that if they just work hard, that uh, they're gonna be successful or attract wealth into their lives. And let me tell you some hard work gets you nothing but hard work. You yeah. know. Uh, I, have, uh, I, I know people that work way harder than I do, you know, doing hard work, manual labor, just great workers. But, um, and I use this only as an analogy, but I have made as much as a million dollars in two hours working the right way. So, you know, you can work as hard as you want. My dad worked really hard, hardest working man I've ever, ever known, worked in the steel mill I was a conductor on the railroad for the for the uh, meal and uh, would work sometimes 12, 14 hours a day, sometimes work on the weekends, a lot of times work on the weekends, and sometimes even work on holidays. Hardest working man I've ever known. Never made more than $29,000 a year. And that's in no way to disparage my father or anybody else who's one of the amazing, great people that worked in the mill. It's just to try to prove a point that just because you work hard at something does not mean you will create a level of wealth for yourself. It just means you're working hard.
1: Wow, that's, that's going to be a big light bulb for a lot of people because when you put it in those terms, uh, it, it really does separate it from the beliefs that get handed down. Now, as you were moving through uh, your life and doing what you do, you had ABC contact you. And a lot of people, when you think about reality TV shows, they some of them can kind of leave a bad taste in your mouth or they're really out there to make someone look bad. Um, or, or intentionally or unintentionally and, and people don't always come across looking quite so well what made you say yes to this and what let you know that this was really something that was going to impact people
2: well first of all I did not want to do it in the beginning uh, I, I had no interest in doing it whatsoever I um, a matter of fact I didn't call them back for eight days and I did not like go audition or you know, stand in a football stadium with 200,000 other people, you know, like like some of these shows. I, I had no desire to get on uh, some reality TV show. Uh, I guess what had happened was someone, uh, a casting director, put out some sort of feeler all over the uh, Internet. Somehow somebody who knew me read about it, sent an email to them and said, Man, I got the perfect person for you that matches this to a T. And uh, they recommended me, and, and this was unbeknownst to me. I had no idea this was happening. And the uh, uh, casting person contacted my my office, and they showed it to me. And I'm like, I'm not interested because I was uh, approached by two different reality TV shows over the past few years, and I turned them both down because I just didn't feel that they fit. You know what I was looking to do, and they wanted me to be a business coach on one of them, coaching people on business stuff. Just didn't feel it was. Uh, something I wanted to, to do. And uh, so I didn't, re- re- I didn't respond. I just said, ah, it's this, this no big deal. Just forget about it. And about eight days went by, and my assistant said, well, what do you want to do with this? And I thought, you know, it's going to be pretty disrespectful to the person that knows me who, who to this day, I still don't know who that person is, who referred me to them. If, that, if they say to uh, the, the network, hey, uh, how did it work out with James? And the network says, well, he never had the common courtesy to even call us back. So I thought, out of respect for the person who referred, I'll just call them and let them know that I'm not interested. This was uh, a year ago. So I called them to say I'm not interested, and they said, well, just, you know, you don't even want to talk about it. I said, no, just not interested. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Because in my mind, Simran, all I knew is they're going to do something that makes people look bad, and, and it's not going to be what it is. You know, it's all this bait-and-switch stuff, Right. So I basically, they, they, the, the person said, no, I'm serious, you, you sound like really good. Could you just talk to my producers? And I said, I'm here in Dallas uh, in a hotel room. This is probably about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, evening, early evening. And I said, I don't speak until tomorrow. If you want them to call me, they can call me here, and I'd be happy to talk to them. But that's about the extent that I'm going to pursue this. I was just calling you back to say I'm not interested. 20 minutes later, the two producers called me back. And I tell them right up front, I say, hey, thank you for your call. I just want to be transparent up front to let you know I'm not interested in doing this. And they said, well, can we just talk? I said, sure. So we talked. And next thing you know, it's about 40 minutes later, they they told me it was ABC. Originally, I didn't know it was ABC. I still did not believe it was ABC when they were telling me. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be a bait and switch here somewhere, I'm thinking, right? And then they said something that, that truly, like, broke my state. It was a Friday. They said, uh, you sound amazing. Can we come and fly to Las Vegas and meet with you at your house on Monday? And now they don't do this for anybody. Wow. You know, usually you've got to go to them and audition with, you know, 100,000 people or something. And I said, well, I, and ironically, Simran, I believe things happen for a reason, right? Out of the next three weeks, that was the only day I had available. And they happened to pick that. They just said, could we come Monday? If they would have said Tuesday or any other day, I was booked. So uh, they flew out. They met with me. They walk in my house. And they're about two feet in my house. And I said, look, I'm telling you, you're in my house now. So no BS here. I mean, I want to make sure that this stuff's for real. You're in my house. And I said, well, let's just talk. So they sat down and talked. Long story short, about an hour and a half into it, one of the producers, she could tell what my apprehension was because I had my guard up, and she got, a, got up, came over to my desk, grabbed my arm, and looked in my eyes and said, I give you my word, we are not going to hurt people. We are going to help people and make a positive difference in the lives of others. And, you know, Simran, I just believed her. I truly believed that she was a good soul and telling the truth, and I said, I'll do it.
1: Based on the hit United Kingdom series of the same name, each episode of Secret Millionaire follows one of America's most successful business people for a week. As they leave the comforts of their home behind, they'll keep their true identities hidden while living in some of the country's most impoverished neighborhoods. James Malinchak is appearing on March the 20th in the Secret Millionaire series, and you're going to find out who this gentleman is, what he encounters, how he lives for a week on $44.66, and also some of the philosophies that he has that he lives out through the experience as well, how we do one thing is how we do everything. So are you working hard? Are you working smart? Or are you working right? If you'd like to connect with James Malinchak, you can go to malincheck.com, or you can go to millionairesecretsmentor.com and you can receive an exclusive free video where you will learn the three biggest lies that keep you from enjoying the money and lifestyle you deserve. We'll be right
3: back with James Malinchak, Secret millionaire.
4: Your online community for positive change Seventh Wave Network
0: Have you seen eleven eleven? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics
3: What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny... M- Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council.
1: After growing up in a small Pennsylvania steel mill town near Pittsburgh as the son of a steel worker and a housewife, multimillionaire James Malinchak is now one of the most requested, highest-paid motivational and business speakers and business marketing coaches in America. The hour-long episode of Secret Millionaire, airing on March the 20th, features Malinczak leaving his current lifestyle in search of real-life heroes who are making a difference in their local community. He ultimately reveals himself as a millionaire and rewards them with a portion of his own money to further their cause. James, I want to let people also understand what's behind you, what gives you your drive to do what you do I know that you uh, became a college speaker one of the best twice named college speaker of the year and then you went on to achieve amazing accolades just in the entire speaking business named one of the top forty business people under forty in Las Vegas but what really drives you to do what you do Uh,
2: you know one of the things that I just get excited when I see the light bulb go off for people in their eyes and I see a twinkle I see a sparkle um, it really does give me great gratification to serve and help other people. Um, and, and that just it makes me want to strive to be better. It makes me want to um, uh, strive to push people to be more, do more, and achieve more than they might think that they are capable of, of doing. And uh, that just really gives me excitement. And I just, you know, John F. Kennedy, there was a quote that was said by John F. Kennedy before he became president of the United States. They asked him at one time, would you uh, be willing to accept the vice presidency of the United States? And he said, no, because once you settle for second place when first is available, you have a tendency to do it the rest of your life. Mm. And that really, at a young age, struck me. And I've never forgotten that. So not that you know, it's about winning or being first, but it's about doing the best you possibly could do, and you know whether or not you're doing the best that you are doing because all you have to do is what I call the mirror test. All you have to do is look in the mirror. You've got to look in the mirror every morning when you wake up and every night before you go to sleep, and the mirror doesn't lie about what it sees. The mirror knows if you are doing your best.
1: That's powerful. And, and in, in living this experience, You you were sent to a place where people have to work very hard, where people are in the conditions where they're struggling, whether they chose to or not. And so it would be a really different experience, someone might think, coming from where you were living in a multi-million dollar home and then ending up in a particular type of neighborhood. Can you describe kind of what that experience was like going into it and what you really felt along the way?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, and I, I laughed because I was going to say something funny that I shouldn't say.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, the first part was um, fear of the unknown because I had no idea – where I was going. They didn't tell me until uh, 6 a.m. when they picked me up that day and I was about to walk out my front door to get in a taxi to go to the airport. That's when I first found out where I was going. I mean, they they had me packing different types of clothes, so I didn't know if I was going to a warm area or a cold area. I'm like, should I dress warm or should I dress cooler? And they're like, you know, probably both. You know, so <laughs> it was just you know, a a strange thing to not have any clue where you're going. Then, on top of that, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. About to walk out my door, and they go, oh, by the way, open up your desk drawer and put your credit cards in, put your money in, put your wristwatch in, put uh, your cell phone in there, and you can't have a computer or anything that identifies you, who you are, and you can have no uh, touch kind of with the outside world, your current world
1: now that would send the the <laughs> you know the the blade of fear deep into many hearts just to think they had to let go of their cell phones, much less their computers, <laughs> much less their money
2: you don 't realize how much we rely on those simple things right there until you don 't have them okay so then uh you know, I get there, and I, and I didn't even think about, like, I have no money. It never dawned on me. And then they, they gave me my money, which was $44.66 for the week. For the week. For the week. Wow. <laughs> uh, and so first thing that happens is you start thinking, like, well, how the heck? This is crazy. You know, how am I going to live on this? And what I learned is, you know, I had to shift my focus because I was being selfish, It was all about me, me, me. How am I going to live on this? I can't believe I'm here. I could be in my own bed. (laughs) I want my pillows.
1: (laughs) Well, and it sent you to a place, you know, a lot of people don't get away from their lives enough to even think or get quiet. or, Or many times we take for granted what we even have because it's just right around us all of the time. Did you go through a lot of those experiences?
2: Oh, 100%. You know, um, here's what I say, you know, after I overcame the shock of what is going on, I can't believe this about me, 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 me. Then I just shift my focus and say, wait a minute. Hey, James, pull your head out of your butt. You're not here for yourself. You know, stop being selfish. There's a reason you're here. You're supposed to be looking. You're on a mission to find amazing, beautiful people who are making a difference in the lives of others. And that's what you're here for. So stop being so dang selfish and thinking about how am I going to live and survive and all this. It ain't about you. So that was the very first thing. And once I realized that, overcame the shock, feeling like very nervous and scared. And once I refocused why I was really there, then uh, something happened that really shook my spirit. I, I was very alone. I realized for the first time in 20 some years, I was completely alone. I was isolated. I had no friends. I had no family. I'm in a strange environment, different bed, different apartment, you know, uh, different vehicle, uh, no resources. I mean, literally, completely isolated as a human being. Even though I was in a town, I was completely isolated. And here's what I learned, Simran, after I got like all like nervous again, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized something. I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I had to do it really fast because it was like showtime. I mean, I'm here, um, like, and I don't mean showtime because of cameras. I mean, it's like I'm here. There ain't no going home.
1: Well, and the thing about that is when we finally face that fact that we've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable, we step up to the plate and we do it. Well, it might not yeah. feel good along the way. It may feel really stressful and tense and everything might be alien, but when it comes down to it, the human spirit has the capacity to walk through anything.
2: Oh, absolutely. You, you know, so um, how was I feeling? You know, scared, nervous. Uh, wondering how I'm going to survive, you know, without a cell phone, without money, without, you know, television, you know. Where I'm were forced, you living? Uh, I was living in a ghetto area type area in an apartment, in a very run-down type of apartment.
1: And you had no protection? It wasn't like there was any security? You had signed releases? Is is that how this all began?
2: You sign a release <laughs> that, you know, if a, if a pigeon's, falls out of the sky, hits you in the head, knocks you out, it knocks you out. I mean, (laughs) it was pretty much, uh, you know, that was something else. I'm like, okay, so how do I eat? So what I just, you know, I I decided on what I was going to eat, but then I realized that I had to save money because I didn't know if something was going to happen, and I had to drive myself to the emergency room, and if I had $10, they would take me, but if I had 8 they wouldn't. You know, all this stuff starts going in through your head when you're, completely in a unique situation like this. So um, I started talking to one of the gentlemen uh, that I met there the first night, and I said, hey, are there any like areas I should avoid or whatever? And he's like, well, you're kind of in one.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? And you know, so everything from gang type things to drive-by shootings and you know, criminal activity, like any area. You know, every every town or city has something like that. But, you know, I was right there, right in the heart of it. So
1: So as you started having your life through the week, what did you discover about the people in the area?
2: Oh, uh, you know that old line, right? You uh, can't judge a book by its cover. And I, that, that came true for me because... I did judge a certain uh, a segment of people by the cover of the book, so to speak. And, you know, what amazes me is uh, you know, I felt foolish doing that after I got to know them because some of them were just some of the most genuine. I'm talking some folks were like really tough, hard-nosed street people. You know, just, this is not like TV. This is like their life. And some of the nicest you know, most giving people you would ever meet, and here I am judging them by a you know a cover on the front end, and I just felt so foolish because you know when you start getting to talk to some of these folks, especially the the men, uh, some of the men that I met, met, I mean they're just the the most giving, do anything for you type of person, and here I am. Prejudging them by a cover, so I felt really foolish from that that standpoint.
1: Well, I applaud you for stating that because so often I think we hide behind our judgments; we don't clearly state them. But everybody does it. You know, if we see someone that's homeless on the street, or if we see someone that looks like uh, they're they're living in a in a drug infested area, we have these judgments that we place on them. Yet we, some side of us, knows that's not right. But until we really know the experience and we get to know the people, I don't know that there's a way to change it unless we consciously decide to really see one another as equal.
2: Ah, uh, you, you know, and, and we all have to work at it and practice, but, you know, it's just the way we should be. Again, uh, some of the most genuine people I met, and I prejudged them, and, you, you know, I, uh, I just felt foolish for that.
1: Residing in local housing on welfare-level wages, James Malincheck tries to find the most deserving people within the community. We're talking about those selfless individuals who continually sacrifice everything to help anyone in need and ultimately encourage others to do the same. Throughout this incredible experience, the millionaires will come face-to-face with some truly extraordinary people who put their own needs aside for the sake of others. At the end of the journey, they reveal their true identity and donate their own money to these local heroes. It's a life-changing moment you won't want to miss. James Malinick's show is appearing March 20th. The season premiere was on March the 6th, so you can even watch this week and then build up to see how these amazing millionaires are spreading their wealth, their heart, their generosity, and their spirit. You can connect to James Malinick at MillionaireSecretMentor.com. And there you will find some free gifts that he is offering. So definitely take the time after the show to go to the website and register for your free gifts. That's MillionaireSecretsMentor.com. We'll be right back with James Malinchak.
4: Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network.
0: Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics
4: Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
1: Vicki, who died from a brain tumor. Malinchek is quoted as saying, having the chance to spend quality brother and sister time with my sister Vicky during the last few months of her life was the greatest blessing God has given to me in my life. My experience of being on The Secret Millionaire and having my heart and soul impacted by the amazing givers and servers I met on the show is the second greatest blessing I've ever received. James, a lot of people don't realize that when they go into an experience, there is an exchange of giving and receiving. And although you were there to give uh, a lot of money, to give of your time and service and whatever you had to do over the course of week, the week, you did receive something back from that experience and probably something that you didn't realize initially that you would get back. Can you share with me what that was?
2: Yeah, originally I went on this show, I'll be 100% transparent, About this, I went on this show thinking, okay, I'm going to be some, you know, business guy going on this show looking for beautiful people who are doing great stuff in the community and for the lives of others. And uh, uh, at the end of the week, I'm going to tell them who I am and I'm going to give them a check and uh, to help further their cause. And then, yeah, I'm going to go back to my normal life, pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much the framework that I was going in with. And um, after about a day being there, I realized, holy mackerel! This—it was just like something took over my spirit, and it's unexplainable, you know. For a lot of folks, unless unless you go through a situation uh, that's similar, and uh, I will tell you that after about the second or third day, I realized that I was getting more out of what I was learning from being around these beautiful angels than they were ever gonna get out of the money that I gave them at the end of the week. And the main thing that I learned was that rich is more than money. Because none of these folks had much money. But they were richer than you could ever imagine. They were rich in love, they were rich in making a difference in people's lives and adding value to folks and in they're rich in enriching humankind, human, you know, beings. So I mean, I got way more out of what I learned than they ever got out of the money I gave them.
1: That's incredible, because I do think that we sometimes go into things blindly, but then what we receive uh, impacts our lives so much more, and then we take that back. How has your viewpoint of people changed since you've been on that show?
2: Well, I'll tell you, I no longer judge a book by its cover. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and um, here's something else that I figured out that, has really helped, and I hope this helps anybody listening. I think it will if you take it to heart. And what I call put it in your heart pocket, meaning don't just hear it. Put it in your heart p- pocket and make sure you live by this. Um, just like a shirt has a pocket,
1: mm-hmm.
2: put it in your heart pocket and, and live by this. And here, here's what I learned, that it's amazing what you can learn from anybody, anytime, anywhere, any age, in any situation if you approach people with a beginner's mindset meaning that you talk to people and you listen to people as if you don't know anything. And that is something that I've done quite a bit, uh, especially since the show, because, hey, hey, let's let's face it, I'm an accomplished business guy. You know, I would, by society standards, be considered, you know, wealthy, whatever that means. Um, And these folks, as far as uh, business or wealth, uh, weren 't equivalent to where I was in my life, even though they didn 't know because I had my identity hidden um, but you know i I had to live in their world because I needed to to learn about them and find out who 's making a, a true difference and impact and What I quickly realized was that is the way we should be living every day is have a beginner 's mindset and so many times we want to talk and tell people how great we are and what we know and you know show how smart we are, but where you truly grow is when you learn from every single person you talk to, you know, in, in a different setting. So one of the ways I've changed a lot since uh, meeting these folks on the show was that I now I learned from so many different people that I under normal circumstances in the past. Would have just kind of like you know blocked out because the lessons I learned. As a matter of fact, can I tell you a new? I figured this out. I started thinking about what were some things that I really learned from these people. Sure. About rich, and I made an acronym. These are the four things that I learned from them. I, I define rich R I C H in a new way.
1: Oh, please share that.
2: Okay, it's rich. Um, R stands for. So this is my whole thing. Rich is more than money. I have a whole book coming out on this, Rich is More Than Money. R stands for Relationships Are Everything, because these folks had the most amazing relationships with me and with other people. I stands for Inspire Others With Your Actions, not with your words, with your actions. C stands for Contribute and Serve Others. And H stands for Have a Happy Mindset. Those are the four things I observed in all these amazing, beautiful people that I met on the show.
1: Well, you've said a couple of key points that I'd like to go back on because I think so often we are in that place of always needing to be right or needing to be in control or being the one that knows everything that we forget that that place of innocence or place of beginning is really the, the greatest place for new birth and new beginnings mm-hmm. and really our empowerment. And not only that, I've heard you say that even in uh, some of the seminars and things that you've given is that you have to be coachable. Mm-hmm. That whoever we are, it requires us to be coachable for us to grow. Because if we think we know everything, frankly, we actually don't know anything at all because we've <laughs> got that closed-off mindset. But but if we don't allow ourselves to be open-hearted, open-minded, and openly available, then we can't really go anywhere. That's what creates the stuckness.
2: You're 100% right. I'm so glad you said that. One of my favorite quotes, it, it just remembered me, it reminded me to remember this quote, one of my favorite quotes is by legendary UCLA college basketball coach John Wooden. They call him the Wizard of Westwood, the guy who won uh, more national championships as a coach than anyone else. And uh, here's one of my favorite quotes. I love this. He, uh, coach Wooden said, It's what you learn after you think you know it all that counts.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly right. It's what you learn after you. What, say that one more time.
2: It's what you learn. After you think you know it all, that counts.
1: Absolutely. That's very, very powerful. So you've got this new acronym for RICH, and it's it's changed your life in how you approach things. Let's talk a little bit about um, what you think your soul would say to you. If, If your soul could stand in front of you right now and it had to say, James, I have to share with you that I feel or I think about you, what do you think it would say?
2: Mm. Uh, I I truthfully think it would actually say, hey, dude, I'm pretty proud of you. That's <laughs> awesome. Maybe not the word dude.
1: <laughs> maybe so. I would like to think that our souls are kind of <laughs> hip and cool and, and laid back. <laughs>
2: well, and, and I will tell you, Simran, that I've had numerous people who have said, man, it's just, you seem like different after the Secret Millionaire Journey, and I said uh, to them always, "I am. I'm just. I have a whole new appreciation for just the spirit of human beings in general. I, I mean, when I saw what and I, I saw what these folks were doing, and you got to watch on March 20th at 8 p.m. <laughs> I mean, it's it will and get your Kleenex ready." Um, it's just, uh, I, I, I saw beautiful angels. I don't know how else to put it.
1: And it is life-changing. It's life-changing for those people that you were with. It was life-changing for you. And the experience in watching it is life-changing for the viewer. And it may actually be world-changing if we allow our oh, hearts gosh. to open up.
2: Yeah, I, I said this in a couple of interviews that I was doing for, for ABC. I said, uh, you know, this is, this is not some TV show. I said, this is a movement. I mean, literally, do you understand? I I literally told the producers this. I said, do you understand that what you are doing here has a chance to make history? I mean, you guys obviously are in a job. You're producing a show. But do you realize that you can change history? We can put the hope back into people's hope tanks. Who watch this show, not just the folks on the show, not just the millionaires on the show that get, you know, um, their lives changed as well, but I'm talking millions and millions and millions of people in America or around the world we can help through this simple little TV show called Secret Millionaire.
1: And it's going to inspire so many other people to take notice of their communities, to take action in those communities, to understand that whatever they've got, whether they're a millionaire or not, it just takes time or service or extra change or whatever it is that you have around your home that is not being used by you. It is a a treasure to someone else. Well, yeah. So it, it, it just is, it's life-changing in so many ways. I do believe in, in what you're saying that it is definitely going to be a movement.
2: Well, i say there are three things everybody can give. Obviously, one is money. Like you said, there could be spare change. How many people have change in the, in the uh, car in, like, a little console panel? Right, well, g- give that change. You know, if, yeah. if, if you can't give you know, $20 or $10 or $100 because of your situation, no problem. You know, give give a nickel. That's more than some people have.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: So you can give money. You also obviously can give time. And by the way, you know how we spell love in this world? It is not L-O-V-E. It's T-I-M-E. How much time do you spend with your family, with your friends? How much time do you... Uh, spend uh, appreciating the great things you're doing in the world? How much time do you spend donating and giving it to others and helping out? So, that's,
1: that's a huge wealth secret right there. Because, yeah. <laughs> because so often people don't realize that that is the equivalent of love.
2: Oh, yes. And then uh, the third, which a lot of people don't think of, is you can give your talents. So maybe somebody is really good at knitting or sewing. Well, you could donate. You know, you can knit some quilts. And and give them to people who need blankets. You know, you might be a service really good at uh, like uh, being a service repair person, where you know how to fix gadgets or washing machines or air conditionings, right? Air conditioners. You could be donating your talents to go do that for people who can't afford to have somebody repair them. So, you know, you got money, time, and talents that you can all donate.
1: That's wonderful, wonderful advice. My guest today is James Malinchak. He is one of the most requested business and motivational speakers in the world. He has been twice named College Speaker of the Year and is the author of Chicken Soup for the College Soul. He mixes humor and enthusiasm with empowering stories to deliver a high-content message that empowers audiences to achieve extraordinary results. He is featured on March the 20th at 8 p.m. on Secret Millionaire, where you will see how he is leaving his home whisked off to an impoverished neighborhood and survives on $44.66 for the week to ultimately reveal himself as a millionaire and reward some given some people that so generously need to be given that with a portion of his own money to further their cause you can connect with james at millionaire secrets and that is secrets with an s millionaire there are some free gifts on that site available for you if you want to access those and remember his wonderful acronym for rich relationships are everything inspire others with your actions contribute and serve others and have a happy mind We'll be right back with James Malinchek.
4: Awakened media for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network.
0: 1111 magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart and stepping into conscious living. 1111 magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking.
4: listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
0: listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh.
1: The Secret is Out, Secret Millionaire, is a show that has already started started airing, premiered on March the 6th, and my guest is going to be on Secret Millionaire on March the 20th at 8 p.m. This is a show in which some of America's most successful self-made millionaires are embarking on a truly incredible journey. They spend a week in the country's poorest areas and ultimately reward some unsung community heroes with hundreds of thousands of dollars of their own money. James Malincheck uh, makes giving back a big part of his life, and he has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for various organizations and has donated thousands of dollars of his own money to help others. Especially dear to his heart is helping kids create successful futures by developing the belief in themselves that they can overcome the challenges and achieve their dreams and goals. You can connect with James at his website, MillionaireSecretsMentor.com. That's secrets with an S, MillionaireSecretsMentor.com or you can go to melanchack.com and find out more about him and all of the work that he does He has a strong passion for serving others and has impacted hundreds of thousands by teaching his unique personal and business strategies through his corporate and college-speaking public seminars, private coaching, books, and home study courses. He has dedicated his life to helping others achieve a better, richer business and life. I'd like to turn things a little bit, James, and let people know a little bit about what you do. And I'd like to start that by asking the question... Uh, If you can answer, what do you feel is your ultimate life purpose on the planet? Mm.
3: Uh,
2: In in a very simplistic way, I think my life purpose is to help people to overcome challenges and to be better and achieve greater results. Yeah, I really believe that that's something that I uh, am good at. I, I think I've been blessed, you know, to be able to do that, to get people to push Outside of their comfort zone to get them to push farther than they may have expanded, um, and primarily it seems that it's for me toward business and toward wealth. I mean, obviously, you know, you've been phenomenal. You're one of my coaching members, and I'm so grateful to have met you. You know, but uh, you and I have had these conversations, and I can just see your eyes light up. You know, at <laughs> certain times when you're like, "Wow, this is like..." i I can do this, and you know, and to me there's nothing more special to me and for me than that when someone I see like I said this earlier, I see the sparkle or the twinkle in their eye, and I have this uh, this ability uh, could be god given or a little bit of god given and uh, developed over the years, but I have this ability to look at somebody 's business and immediately tell them how to make money uh doing something they love serving people, whereas they may not have been profiting from it and uh, literally have taught people to turn around in the course of 30 days and make hundreds of thousands of dollars of revamping things. So I I think for me that's very special, and uh, I think that that probably is my life purpose because I love doing it, and it never gets boring for me.
1: Well, and I think it's important that people realize is that we have certain skills and gifts that we bring to the planet. Sure. And you have often said that people should be cons- compensated for the gifts that they have, mm-hmm. but so often we're missing pieces that we might not know how to do it. And if we don't create the money, if we don't create the funding to support our causes, then we're reducing the number of people that we can actually reach out to and assist.
2: Oh, absolutely. And first of all, most people uh, don't... Uh, really maximize what they can make because they think money is bad. And money is neither good nor bad. It's what you decide to do with the money. You know, and, and what I always say is, look, the, the more – is it being greedy or is it that you learned a skill so well and you served people so well and you served a, a numerous amount of people so well that you happen to be making more money? You know, So people always say, oh, you're, if you make a lot of money – then you're greedy. You're unethical. Well, what does, that, what does that have to do with anything? You know, how do you know that the person who's profiting and doing very well in their business isn't just serving more people and adding more value, making more of a difference, and enriching more of people's lives that a mass number of people or a mass amount of people now want to go to them? You know. So, uh, but the first thing I think we all got to get out of our heads is that money's bad, and unfortunately, society and specifically. Certain movies in Hollywood, Hollywood perpetuate it because they always teach that if you make money, then you're a bad person. Because who's always the the bad guy or bad lady in these movies? It's the rich person, and the poor or the poor person in movies is always the person who's happy. <laughs>
1: Exactly right. There's so much more that you can uh, give to our audiences and teach them, James, but unfortunately we've run out of time. No. So I'd like to let my listeners know that they can get more of James Malinchak by going to MillionaireSecretsMentor.com or malenchak.com. James Malinchak has a philosophy that he lives by and that he teaches others, and that there are three principles. There's mindset, skill set, and get off your assets. Once you tune up that mindset, once you know what your skill set is, it's time to get moving. It's time to get busy, and it's time to get the coaches that you need to support you in moving to your next best great step. Thank you so much, James, for being on 1111 Talk Radio, for sharing your business wisdom, for sharing your soul wisdom, and for sharing the authenticity with which you spoke, and revealing to us not only our weaknesses, but our strengths and how to make the world a better place. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you for having me. You are awesome.
1: We will be back next week, and my guest will be the one and only dealer with the angels, the ones that the one that teaches you about how to communicate, and that is Doreen Virtue. So I hope you'll join me for that show. She's got some amazing work. Until then, I'm Simran Singh. Look forward to seeing more about James Malencheck in our May June issue and learn the secrets behind the secrets. We're also featuring Marianne Williamson and Byron Katie. We will see you again next week. I'm Simran Singh.